lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call, and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. He'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man who's just as strong. You better call Saul. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the, what is this, the third episode of Breaking Goodman, discussing the fourth episode of Better Call Saul, uh, called Hero. Uh, starting with the right, we'll just do introductions. Well, we'll start with me. Uh, my name is Mike Marbach. I'm the host of this thing. Uh, and to the right? I'm Samantha Russell. I'm in the sketch comedy group Secret Pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Mike Henley, and I am the uh, film editor for the News of Delaware County. Ooh. And I'm Brian Craig, and Mike offered me cookies, so I've been eating cookies <laughs> yeah, they, the past uh, two minutes. For the record, uh, for, for those watching at home, uh, <laughs> they are Oreo Double Stuff. Uh, and they were left by someone, uh, they were actually left by Jolie Darrow, who does the um, Strain podcast and the Leftovers podcast. Uh, they were left over by Jolie Darrow. Um, and uh, they're not good. It's not good for me to have those in the house. I will eat them all. Um, and Mike, if you could just move a, a, a good deal closer. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so the first thing I would say is the show is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to Audible Trial dot com backslash Stark Raven Mad and you can sign up for a free audiobook and uh, a trial of the audible dot com service and the podcast gets a little bit of money for that and it's very much appreciated. Uh, and the second thing I would say is if you email us if you like what you're hearing or you hate every second of it <laughs> so much that you want to write to me and tell me about it, uh, you can do that at uh, srmpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, that email address will also be on mikemarback.com. You can write to us through that as well. Uh, let us know. If you're listening and you enjoy it, then by all means, tell us uh, if you think we're wrong, if you think we're right, or if you have any alternative opinions about where this show might go that we don't discuss. Uh, great. So, what did you think of this episode? Um, overall, I liked it. It did feel a little slow in the middle, but mm-hmm. I feel like that was... It was kind of just a slow burn where we were waiting for a thing to happen that I didn't realize we were waiting for for it to happen. And I guess like, but but I did I did feel it was a little slower than the other episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I really agree. I I I did think it was it, it was a little bit slow, but in a lot of ways that became I like this show so much, and what I like it is that even in an episode like this, it kind of lulls you into like a false sense of security of like and. You have all these different expectations for what you know our main character is doing, and you realize that he's playing more games, you know, even while standing still than you actually realize. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things I love actually about Jimmy about about Saul, despite the fact, despite his like all shucks demeanor, he's actually really really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you know the the show kind of uh, reflects that I think in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, not the most action packed episode, but lots of stuff to chew over and uh, just well acted, just you know top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything to uh, uh, to add to that? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't think we got a. We didn't get to see any um, Bob Odenkirk running. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which is always what we're looking so forward to. So in comparison to last week's episode, it was we got Bob Odenkirk climbing though. Yeah. He did. He did, that's, he that's did run a little. He ran yeah. and he threw yeah, off, he his, threw off yeah. his jacket yeah. and yeah. and ran up the ladder. So yeah. we got. All right. You know what? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Upward running. I think I might put this above last week's episode. Running and climbing. Mm-hmm. One wrong uh, at a time. I, I like the episode a lot. Uh, again, the, I just enjoy being in, in the world again so much that uh, I, I don't know that I'm going to be the best judge of, <laughs> of things uh, because I'm already in love with the show. Uh, so my opinion probably doesn't... It's kind of like probably, watching your child in, a, in a, a dance recital and you're just, wow, that was really great, but it was yeah. terrible because you just <laughs> love it so much. Yeah. Uh, but the, I, I did. I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, love, just love being back in the world. And yeah, I think it was kind of slow in the, in the middle, middle-ish. Um, definitely not as... There wasn't a lot of, a lot of tension, uh, I think, throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of goofy at points too. Yeah, a lot of funny parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was which was nice. Uh, there were Breaking Bad episodes like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I did. I really enjoyed this one. Another one that opened up with a flashback. Mm-hmm. 
Um, a couple of buttholes. <laughs> I love that when uh, Odenkirk was like, he's like, but, but what did you buttholes? <laughs> buttholes? I'm not. A, he's talking. To, talking to two buttholes. <laughs> trying to help you. I'm gonna come in the McDonald's where you work, and I'm I'm gonna, you're, you're gonna buy the whole place. place. Say to put you down in your mouth. <laughs> uh, when you were watching this scene, what did you think was happening? I I didn't know what was happening until the end, and I I was actually very impressed with the level of I guess the level of scheming that was going on. Like yeah. I, I I didn't really appreciate the actual <laughs> Slip and Jimmy and like what kind of a level he was on, but I really he really kind of impressed me with mm-hmm. this. Yeah, it's a, it's that con is relatively elaborate. Like you have to put in some time at yep. the bar with the guy before you even mm-hmm. lure him into the street. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's a time-consuming con right there for about $500. I also uh, kind of appreciated his his choice of Mark because he he doesn't... Like last week I was kind of saying he was a shitty person, but like he he's conning a con person, like somebody who's going to do something shitty mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of like, oh, well, he's not doing anything like... Which is kind of his conversations when he is a lawyer, where it's kind of reducing risk and and making so the cops don't don't notice you. And this is this is like step one is who you're choosing to to uh, I guess affect. Mm-hmm. And he chose somebody who can't go to the cops. Who can't? Mm-hmm. What is he going to do? Complain that this is a fake Rolex that right. he stole from a guy? You know, like. And d- yeah. does the guy even know that he got conned in the end? I don't know. Yeah, kind of neat. Yeah. It's re- it's really smart too because like since since Saul's backstory is still such a blank slate, I know we're like a couple of episodes in, but for the most part it is. Like every time they do a flashback now, it's always like you're always trying to figure out where where in the chronology are we, and more importantly, mm-hmm. like where in Saul's like you know where in Saul's history are we? So you know he plays it so convincingly and so sincere yeah. in those opening moments that. For a while, I was just thinking, "Oh, this is the first time Saul Goodman got conned by somebody." Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, and he's just so you know innocent like that, yeah. you know. And then you find out there are multiple layers to it. But and I think I, I think they're really good at playing that game so far. Of every time they every time they like they drop in a little bit more backstory, they always kind of remove context to the last possible moment so the mm-hmm. whole time you're just like I wonder when this is when is this yeah you know? I, we, yeah. we were saying like as soon as it came out we're like what year is this yeah. but I, like basing I'm like it's gotta be in the late 80s or something just based on costuming and mm-hmm. hair yeah he picked it pretty well I mean I, I was thinking when I was watching this after it was revealed that it was it was a con because uh, at first when the guy stood up behind him I was like oh he's gonna get his he's gonna get his ass kicked yeah right um uh that he has to expect that guy to care about that that watch too. Yeah. So it's like, I want to see the conversation. I, I want to see him in the bar now, kind of working the guy yeah, and, and feeling see. him out. And and just the, the the way he did the whole watch thing was just so like so innocent and just oh, if you're gonna take the money, yeah. oh, I guess I'll just take this watch. Oh, I don't know, just a watch. You know, like yeah. Yeah. he just did such a good job. Yeah. Oh, and can I mention also how? Like, his basement looked eerily similar to his office now. Uh, like, yeah. it was just, it just was very dingy. It had the yellow light. And it, it was just, it, uh, it just was very reminiscent of that where he's just kind of, I don't know, I guess scraping to get by, mm-hmm. which is kind of what's happening right now. I, I don't know. It, he's, he didn't really move up anywhere mm-hmm. from yeah. there. And yeah. you, were, you were right at uh, what you said last week. Uh, I can't, I'm you noticing can't colors look. now. Yeah, the yellow, it's yellow, blue, and, and red. Yeah. Are the three main colors that they're. I, I don't know if you want me to go into theories now, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm it, such it, a nerd. You, you can chat. I feel like the, the yellow is the sort of, um, like, just kind of being stuck in a, in a life you don't you don't like and, and you're just kind of trying to you're scraping by you're, you're kind of making ends meet and it's it's sort of that's his office uh and the nail salon is very yellow his car uh, his car is yellow but it's got that red door so it's just kind of trickling in the red is trickling mm-hmm. in there mike is surrounded by yellow and he's also in the same sort of situation where he's kind of stuck in this dead-end job that he doesn't want to do and he knows he can do better than that mm-hmm. and um there was also he was wearing yellow in his shirt 
um, during the during the Slip and Jimmy background uh, scene. He was wearing there was like yellow stripes and there was blue, and I feel like the blue is more towards. I think he was wearing it in that as a just kind of a front. His character was fronting because he's the blue seems like straight and narrow. It mm-hmm. seems like you're playing by the rules and everything. The other law firm is very blue. The police officers. Um, and also Mrs. Kettleman was wearing blue when we first met her, but she had the red accents. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he was wearing the blue to try to have this image of him being straight and narrow and him being, and that's why he got the blue suit and everything later. Mm-hmm. And then the red is the, the illegal activity and the, like the sort of glamorous crime that, that is going on. So I don't know these are my, and then the, <laughs> his friend was wearing a red tie. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that. So and then yeah. he had the red bong, and mm-hmm. then but it was in the the yellow basement and the yellow coloring. I don't know. Sorry, yeah. nerding out. No, that's fantastic. Right. <laughs> uh, because yeah. now that try not to notice it. Now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. I I notice it in like I I will be at work and three people walk in in purple and I'm like, what does that mean? And I'm like, it means nothing. What is my brain doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, she brought that. Sam brought that up last week, uh, and I'm watching this week, and I didn't notice. Uh, I I'm still I. I'm not putting all of that together. Mm-hmm. All, all I was looking for was like any kind of red things. Uh, and then when he goes into, this is getting ahead, but when he's in there picking out shirts. Yeah. And he goes and he goes picks up red that, that red one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's just the moment of him like looking at it, kind of like eh, admiring just, it. Yeah, yeah. Not just yet. Yeah. And he puts it back. Um, which in the grand scheme of things is this show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is neat. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the whole Mark thing, um, Mark as in the, uh, big guy on the ground, um, that whole scam, that, there's the word, uh, the buttholes. The buttholes, uh, yeah. Buttholes. Yeah, he's, he's asking a lot. The guy, you, they got the wallet laying there. Uh, like, how long was he laying there? Yeah. Right. Uh, before anybody could have, could have come along and taken that. But I guess that's beside the point. That's dedication for It you, is I dedication. Because you know? then that was like times before cell phones. Like now you could probably just text him like, okay, we're heading out. You know, yeah. Then you throw the wallet and you lay on the ground. But yeah. he had yeah. to have been there at a certain point. Much lazier kind of criminal these yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. So no they, dedication. Yeah. They go back to that. Uh, <laughs> they go back to the basement. Uh, and, and oh, and he had to assume that the guy would have taken the watch over the right thousand right. bucks. That's true, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. he would have been out. He would have been, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wrote down a couple quotes throughout the episode. One of them was, uh, uh, "Good, it's good for making beer yeah. money," and that's about mm-hmm. that's about it. Yeah. Uh, which again, kind of sets up like this. This is only going <clears> to <throat> take me so far. At yeah. some point, I'm going to have to do something, do something else. like this, but that gets me a hell of a lot more. Just yeah. like in Breaking Bad. Um, where he's a chemistry be, teacher. Yeah, um, he's making just here and there uh, sales, but he's like, no, we got to think bigger. We ha- yeah. We ha- who who does? And then they, you know, they go to Tuco at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to distribute. Um, all right. So then we find out uh, what's going on with the Kettlemans. Uh, we le- that's where we left off last week uh, with the the money spilling out all over mm-hmm. the place. Um, and I like that he actually asked too. Like we, what we were asking is, what the hell? What was the end game? <laughs> yeah. We're <laughs> just going to go out camping? Yeah. Then what? Uh, well, we were in the process of, <laughs> of thinking about, about yeah. that. Um, and she is, it's, it's, she's running things, yes, basically. Yes, clearly. Pretty uh, much, yeah. yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, we're, we're not giving this money back. And he's yeah. just kind of yessing everything. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I've earned he, every... We, yeah. we earned it. Or, like, <laughs> he earned it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she, what she says, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, through overtime, it doesn't matter that he's salary. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a, that's a slavery. That's what she said. Having him work overtime without getting extra money. Yeah. Can I, can I just say too? I love her performance like so much, too. Mrs. Kettleman. She's like she's she's good. There's no like desperation or even like tension in her voice. It's basically just like yeah, you know, like this is mm-hmm. this is what it is. Like we she, deserve this. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's so, so matter of fact. Yeah, it's so like conscience free. It's mm-hmm. so like you know completely lacking in uh, self-awareness. It's great. Uh, he offers her, uh, or she offers them, him, Saul, 50000 bucks. Um, it would look to be $50,000. I, I paused it on there. Cause I, was wondering, I was wondering how much. Yeah. Uh, and it was a bunch of 5000 and $10,000 stacks. Uh, so about $50,000 from what I could tell to just not say anything about the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, no, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. But what we can do, what I'll do is what I thought was gonna happen yeah. before after last week was that she would offer she would give the business yeah, yeah. Saul's mm-hmm. business uh, give Saul the business um, and her great comeback yeah oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you you are the lawyer that the a kind, guilty, that people guilty people hire yeah ah oh, that and then his the look on his face yeah. was just yeah. like come on lady yeah yeah oh. not to mm-hmm. mention the fact that she's guilty she yeah. is guilty right right yeah right uh his he, he had such a defeated look on his yeah. face there yeah. he didn't even yeah. have a look like how are you serious right now? Yeah, it was yeah. just like oh, it was just like oh, yeah. you're right. Oh yeah. God, just like, <laughs> like just the, reevaluating his life. Like, and she did it to him again, just like she did in the uh, in their first meeting, in the diner, the yeah. diner mm-hmm. when she mm-hmm. she. Ugh, I don't like her um, <laughs> because because of what she does to him. Yeah, um, went to that diner. <laughs> he just kept saying, "I can't take went a ride." To diner. You went yeah. to that diner. Yeah. yeah. What was the diner? It's What's called Lulu's, I think. Lulu's, yeah, it's on Route sixty one. Route sixty six. Oh, I say sixty one. Yeah, sixty six. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know famous, the famous, famous Route sixty one. Famous Route sixty one. <laughs> <laughs> I got my one. <laughs> uh, and that's in uh, in New Mexico. In Albuquerque, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is just an aside. We, did, we didn't make any authentic. deals. Shows authentic. Yeah, we didn't mm-hmm. make uh, well, did they? Was there also Breaking Bad things there? Not at the diner, no, but there were, no. I mean, there was stuff all over. Album. And the funny thing about that diner, actually, if we want to make a quick digression and talk yeah. about Breaking Bad, is that uh, the scenes they shot there with um, Mike, uh, Mike, um, he were went, at night. He went there all the time. He went there all the time, and there was that one scene uh, at night, but that restaurant is not actually open at night. It closes it at closes like two at, every yeah. day, something like that. It closes after lunch. What? Yeah. Because yeah. we just made the cutoff, I think, when we went, and we're like, oh, they close every day? Mm-hmm. Like, at, at two or three? So Interesting. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. interesting. It's like that place, uh, John's Roast Pork. Uh, podcast brought to you by John's Roast Pork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, down uh, in South Philly. They close at two uh, every day. <laughs> they do. They're, they're, they have very weird hours. Or when uh, they run out of bread. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those places. Yeah. Yeah, the bread shut the gate. Yeah, did you ever walk down the street and you just see bread hanging outside of uh, a restaurant? (laughs) That seems very trusting too. What? I've never seen that. Bread (laughs) cooling. Well, when they drop like on hooks or no? Oh, Uh, you mean like stacks? Yeah. yeah. I I was picturing bread like just like like ducks, like or like a a laundry line of bread. (laughs) Just grab some bread from the bread tree. Yeah, fresh out of the oven. Lean against the wall, smoking a cigarette. Uh, no, I just, uh, I used to work at a pizza parlor and they would always drop (laughs) off the bread before the store opens. And if I am the business, I mean, I understand that that's how it has to happen. You want to talk about a digression. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is how the bread is made, everybody. Uh, but it just, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this, guys. (laughs) Bread. (laughs) Bread. Breaking so bread. They offered, bread breaking they offered, and they offered him some bread, yeah, a big stack of bread. Did. Big so. fifty thousand dollars worth of bread. Yeah. <laughs> some hot dough. <laughs> breaking bread. Breaking Segway. bad. Here we go. All right. Uh, so yeah, you're the kind of lawyer that guilty people hire, and yeah, I don't like her. Um, <laughs> uh, so then we cut to him going to the uh, court. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a quick chat with Mike. Uh, and he's, uh, he's another great He's one. trying to change the dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mike just doesn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what did you say to him? He says, uh, I always thought, I always expect criminals to be smarter than they are. <laughs> yeah. It kind of breaks my heart sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Nacho gets released. Um, and, and I feel like this, this scene is very important too, because I feel like, um, like all throughout Breaking Bad, Saul was kind of that. Again, like, in the choosing the mark and that kind of thing, like, he is a very smart criminal, and he's mm-hmm. always been like, well, if you want to stay under the radar, here's what you do, here's my advice. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's kind of like a criminal mentor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does that with Nacho there, where when Nacho starts, like, saying, you know, like, all of these things, and he's go, oh, no, I saved you, mm-hmm. and here's what you're doing wrong, and if, I don't care yes. what you're doing, who, but if who, you yeah. want to continue Whoever doing that... Whoever made that anonymous phone call, you should thank yeah, them. Yeah. Who, if you want to continue doing what you're doing and making money, 
money, here's the things you should do. Like, yeah. because it's mutual beneficial to him and to Nacho for them to both be out, you know, like for him to be out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I feel like he's really, that's when he's sort of realizing that he can kind of help criminals, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he's very good at calculating risk, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which surely goes back to his Slip and Jimmy days. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I'm just saying I <laughs> yeah. agree. Yeah. I'm just saying I agree. Uh, yeah, and he most definitely did uh, save Nacho's ass there yeah. by doing, you know, kind of panicking and, and, yeah. and warning them. Because uh, he does. He definitely points out all the issues. He says uh, the license plate was, was had by... The license plate yeah. was had. Uh, the, there was blood in the, in the car. It would have gotten uh, anyway. Could yeah. I just make one suggestion? Some Ajax? Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's also, like, uh, he's kind of... Again, you know, like, who he chooses to kind of con and deal with, I think he, he doesn't want somebody with children. Like, he doesn't want children involved. Like, if he I, he's kind of like, uh, you know, if somebody's in the game, if you're going to go kill drug dealers, you're killing drug yeah. dealers. Yeah. But if you're, if you're involving people who are, you know, pillars of the community and children, like, you're... People are going to yeah. look at you more, Omar's, and I think Omar's that code. He's he's got Omar's code, and sort of Mike has kind of has Omar's code too, where it's like if you're if you're playing the game, you're at risk. But if you know, you, and those people are fair game, but anybody else, you shouldn't bother with because then that that raises your risk of being caught by the police. Is that the wire? That's the wire. Yeah. Omar. Omar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he also kind of does that with um, the Kettlemans. Yeah. Uh, throughout that conversation with, with them, he's kind of giving them uh, their out. Yeah. He, he kind yeah. of gave them their, their, their whole story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about that they end up they, they end up using. Uh, and when he says that, because he says it right in front of uh, Nacho, yeah. uh, that they, they, went, they went on a vacation. Um, and that's when Nacho's just like, you know, yeah, they went on a vacation. You were yeah. camping trip. You me out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, you kidding me? Um, and yeah, so he points out all the issues and says that you need to thank me. Uh, you could have been in jail uh, or a hell of a lot worse. Uh, and then we see that he's he goes back to his office above the, the nail salon and he's he's counting that. He took, he took the money. He took the money, mm-hmm. yeah. and then he he counted it just like Skylar, <laughs> yeah. like he's yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, let me just it's consulting. Oh, make and... that connection. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, would you like to upgrade that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He takes takes the money. He puts it in the books, uh, but he like reinvests a... it in himself, which is you mm-hmm. know like I feel like is kind of is a smart move. Mm-hmm. Paying himself nine hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, premier consulting fees Um, and they finish his counting and he says upon this rock I will build my church Um, which is from a from a book from a book (laughs) (laughs) from a book Uh, for those of you into reading Mm -hmm. yeah uh, that is uh, if I'm not mistaken I think it was Jesus uh, to Peter Um, is that right yeah yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That's correct. Uh, yeah, Jesus said to Peter, Peter oh, is... The book. Oh, you yes, said a book. Well, I mean, it is a book. <laughs> a square is a rectangle. <laughs> uh, Peter in the Bible was a pretty big figure, guys. Uh, and he went what out... What color did he wear? Yellow. Oh, he's yellow. He's down on his luck, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. When Jesus was like, you're going to be my guy, he was like... Oh, jeez. Oh, I could be doing so much more than this. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, I could be wearing green <laughs> <laughs> Upon this rock, I will build my church. So he's got 50-ish thousand dollars. Uh, before we kind of get into what he what he does with it, what were you thinking he was going to do with it? I honestly didn't even really have... I don't think I had any ideas, really. I Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I had a feeling it was probably going to be something involving, you know... Br- propping up his own business because that's one of his, you know, key driving motivations. But mm-hmm. I would I, I was I was hanging on, you know, every de- it, during the entire conversation with Nacho, I was really there was an extra bit of tension because it's like, and what happened with that money? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Does yeah. he have it on right now? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And like and I was thinking, oh, would it be cruel breaking bad irony if he offers Nacho the money because then he sold out and now he has nothing to show for it uh-huh. because he's so scared. That's totally the kind of thing they would do. Yeah. They don't do that, though, which is yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I certainly did. I, I didn't think he'd use it. 
I thought he'd use it for something practical. Yeah. Uh, which it ended up being a practical thing, but man, was it a petty, petulant way to do it. <laughs> yeah, that was a huge FU billboard. <laughs> it so that was. Because uh, uh, he, he goes to get a new suit, and he's got all these things written down. Um, from the Brian, colors he was to drooling the material. Yeah. Brian yeah. loves... As he went down the list, Paul. I'm like, I, I turned to Samantha, I'm like, I know what all of the, like, that's, I know what all of those things are. <laughs> when he says 170 Tasmanian wool, I know what he was talking about. <laughs> it sounds important. It does. <laughs> the finest Sea Island cotton, club collar, uh, French cuffs. Mm. Fresh cuffs, I understand. And the yeah, high, I know that high uh, sleeve holes? Is that what Yeah, high sleeve holes. That was that made me very happy that they opened with high sleeve holes. <laughs> uh, he looked good, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he did look yeah. good. Yeah. But he great. didn't look quite right next to the other guy. Right. No, no, when the other guy walks in, no. and you're like, oh, wait, oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah, that's how you wear that suit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have that body. Yeah. He goes to the uh, to his salon to get... <coughs> excuse me, to get a get a haircut and this is where this is where i started wondering because I, I thought maybe at first that he had this list like you know when i get some money yeah. this is the suit mm-hmm. i'm gonna get mm-hmm. but then it started questioning things when he said like why would he do this to his hair i also uh, noticed like his tie would look like the other guys like his guy had a very specific knit tie and i'm going wait that's that that's the other guy's tie yeah, like i, I, knew I didn't that. put that together yeah, I, knew, I, I knew that yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna get that um so he he gets his hair kind of Done. What does he say? He wanted like curls or something. What did he say? Ringlets. Ringlets. Be, ringlets. Yeah. They, were, they gonna, were arguing about the color. Diet. He was yeah. going to dye it like a dirty blonde. Yeah. And then he's, and he's like, "Why? Well, I'm just going to wash it out tomorrow." And she said, she's "Yeah, like, it's bleach. permanent." It's yeah. So he said, yeah. "Just give me some ringlets." <laughs> so he has little curls <laughs> on his hair. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, Rand Paul hair on top. <laughs> <laughs> like in that billboard, it kind of looks like Rand Paul. It does. Yeah. Uh, and the exact logo. Yeah, the <laughs> exact logo. In um, in Hamlindigo blue. Hamlindigo blue. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was Kim, because we're in the office. Uh, Kim calls him up and asks him if uh, she wants if he wants to go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like The Thing or something, right? The Thing, yeah. Um, <coughs> so I like Kim right away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. uh, got good taste. He does. In movies. Um... So they, uh, so they, they've got, they definitely have something at least social. Um, there's got to be some history there we've discussed. Um, Hamlin comes in and says, "Let's go, let's go for a drive," yeah. uh, and then reveals that huge billboard, um, and you, you know that something, no, no good's going to come from, going to come from that one. No, but the whole time you're wondering, like. What does he do? Because you know Saul is smart, so mm-hmm. and so the minute he does, you do that. You're just like, what, what are you doing? Like, what is like? How could you think this is possibly going to work? And obviously, then the rest of the episode plays mm-hmm. as it does. Do you see that as part of this? Is this all part of this? I the his his original plan. Yeah, I don't think it was his. I think his original plan was to either trick people. With the actual billboard, or just cause a scene, and that's like publicity. Make hmm. Just that, make yeah. the papers of like this little small law firm and this big law firm are arguing, and you know he he keeps bringing up his name, and I can use my name and all of that. And I think it wasn't until he couldn't get in touch with any of the news reporters, and then that that red yeah. jersey walked by, and then he decided to go back into slip and Jimmy, mm-hmm. because I don't think bringing a news crew to that scene would have had the same results as a college kid just shooting something. I think they don't have the same, you know, like I think a news crew would be more skeptical. Yeah. So I don't think the the original plan of having the guy fall and all of that was I don't. Yeah. I, I think that was secondary. That's yeah, a good yeah, point. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, it was really just a David and Goliath thing that he was yeah. trying to set up yeah. from the start, I think. I, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. And then it was, and because the way that the red, yeah. red walked by, <laughs> yeah. and he was surrounded by blue during that whole, co- every, while he was making all the phone calls, there's all these blue signs around him, and we're all blue, 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 red. And I went, oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go back to the salon. Kim comes by. They're sitting there with their, he's lying. Uh, he's, he's not even supposed to be in there. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let alone get a discount. They won't let him have the cucumber water. Um, well, I think he could get a discount during the day. I feel like they might throw yeah. him a bone. I think so. As a regular, as a paying customer. Yeah. 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 I think he would get a discount. I don't get, think they appreciate the him discount. using the baths at, in the evening. <laughs> okay. But. Um, <coughs> she hands him a cease and desist letter. Um, and he just not having it. Yeah. He's, yeah. Not, he's not going to do either of those two things. <laughs> let alone together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the more we get of Kim and Saul's relationship, though, the more... The more I do like Kim and the more I do like the fact that, you know, despite where she is and the fact that by nature, you know, she and him are kind of enemies because they're on opposite sides of this whole kind of, you know, David and Goliath. But like she's clearly kind of rooting for him and Mm -hmm. really wants Mm -hmm. him to do things just the right way. But she's clearly not in love with her company nor her Mm co-workers. And she really does kind of like Saul, which Mm -hmm. I think is so great. Do we see her leaving Hamlin at any point to work with Saul? I'm not sure. Well, that's a complicated question because um, <laughs> possibly, but the whole time I will say, and this is since since we're dealing with a prequel here, already I'm thinking just like, why is this person not an important person in Saul's life when we meet him at Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Though she... Yeah, I she, don't know. She could plump up and become a uh, yeah. Answer just... the phones. She could be. <laughs> but I, I feel like I, I don't. I feel like she wouldn't. I don't know. Kim doesn't seem like the type of person either, though, to to put up with his office mm-hmm. the way yeah, it is. I, what yeah. we see in Breaking Bad, like, yeah. I feel like. Plus, we know the future. He's going to make a decision of which way he's going to go, and we already know mm-hmm. which way he's going to go. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's going to be a deciding factor in their relationship yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I have here. She ever gonna work with Saul? Yeah. Uh, but how it plays out, I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see an episode somewhere down the line where they do have to work together, like in a big mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. This imaginary episode that I just made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever make it, it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. I know that. And they get trapped in a basement. Uh huh. Yeah. And, yeah. and they remember old episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Will there or won't they? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the fact that they don't play that though. Like, yeah. at all. I love that so much that it's just like a male female like friendship, you know. And that's it. It's nothing more complicated than that, which is so great because no TV shows no do, shows that, do that. that. I hate that so I really much. Do. It's so, always everything, and yeah. I'm just like, can't can a man and a woman just work together? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't understand why Mulder and Scully have to get together. Like, they they just Thank they you. work together. Thank you. It just exactly. made me so yeah. angry. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any new uh, new news on that reboot? I I haven't been following it, so I'm not sure. Duchovny says it's definitely happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all we know, though. The X Files for anybody that uh, <laughs> for you for you watching at home. Uh, Vince Gilligan used to work on the X Files. Yeah, so mm-hmm. did he? There's your connection. Yeah, yeah. He got it. It's got a, how he got his start actually. Like. Writing specs for like X Files, and then they brought him on staff. And that's, okay. I think that's, so, that's where he met Brian. He Cranston, met Brian. Right? It was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So without X Files, no Breaking Bad. So we <gasps> oh, wouldn't be here right now. It's another prequel. Uh-huh. Um, we do that, yeah. Or there's a movie about no, X Files not being created. I used to no, love that Band. show. Uh, one of my favorite. Another digression, uh, but one of my favorite X Files episodes was the one with the Peacock family in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh yeah, home, home. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Ah, that's so episode. good. And yeah. I saw it live too. And I used to watch it with my dad when I was much, much younger. Uh, not that much younger. Um, and uh, I remember it was the first episode that I saw that they showed a parental advisory. Yeah. Before the episode, <laughs> my dad turned to me. He's like, "They never done that before, have they?" I'm like, I don't remember ever seeing that. And then. Sure enough, it, you, it you, needed one. Yeah, yeah. it did. That yeah. was such a disturbing it's episode. Very disturbing. And they refused to rerun it. I think. It, yeah, it didn't run time. for years. Yeah, for years. Yeah. Uh, and then they aired it maybe like five or six years later. Uh, I think it was like on Halloween or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but check it out. X Files available on Netflix. Netflix uh, sponsor of the Breaking Goodman <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'll have to go back. Well, I I didn't grow up watching. Uh... I used to tape every episode. So I could rewatch that episode anytime I wanted. Yeah. Well that's a good thing about Fox a lot of the taking it away. A lot of the X Files episodes <laughs> is that not all of them and a good majority of them don't have are not part of the 
the overall arc of things. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so many episodes where you can just pick up, watch, yeah. enjoy, and then be done with it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like season four. It's yeah, season. Okay. It, it, yeah, it's season four. Check yeah. it out. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Home, X Files. All right. Uh, moving on, guys. Uh, so we go to the judge. Uh, who they're they're both sitting there. They're both wearing the, the same <laughs> the same same, same identical outfits. <laughs> so <laughs> it's so immature. It's so immature. I was just giggling, just giggling the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's such a great image because, like, you never like. You're never taken out of the show, but they push it just far, yeah. so it's yeah. basically absurd. Yeah. But you're still all in on the characters. Like mm-hmm. it's it's Judge, I don't know. I don't right. know what he's talking no. about. <laughs> you own the font. <laughs> you own the color. What did he call it? Hamlin Ham- Hamlindigo? Hamlindigo blue. blue. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the the judge, of course, is like no, come on! Are you, are you being serious? Uh, this is this is blatant um, infringement. Uh, you, you got you got to stop. Billboard has to be down within forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bye. Yeah, but he does get a victory there. He's now allowed to use his name, which was a sticking point mm-hmm. actually for Hamlin. Like yeah. was, he was trying to take that away from him. Mm-hmm. Legit. So you know we do have that, and we also know that he ends up not at some point using it. It's true. Hmm. This show, huh? Huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So the he sees that red that red shirt after. Well, mm-hmm. actually, it was after he tried. He tried multiple times. He tried to call uh, like every news outlet. Yeah, it went from uh, what seemingly anchors uh, like World News Tonight to local anchors to human interest story yeah. <laughs> uh, to uh, well it's not really a food related thing yeah. Um, yeah then he sees that red uh, co- what was it college it was sweatshirt. a college yeah. college jersey yeah. or sweatshirt uh, going by gets the idea calls up uh, two annoying kids he's, <laughs> he's surrounded by dummies like yeah, dummy, dummy college dummies. kids um and uh, so he's out on the out on the lot, right as they're ta- taking down that sign. Some guy at this point is just taking down the sign, and he's trying to set up that whole story, mm-hmm. um, that whole David and Goliath thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to to make my way. I saved up, scrimped and saved enough yeah. money for uh, a billboard, uh, and now they want to take it from me. Uh, and then the guy falls falls down. Um, do you, do you have any indication at this point that something's up? Uh, well, the guy was taking forever to, to get that one down. And he kept turning yeah. around and, and he kept, looking. Yeah, he kept turning and so looking. So it's kind of like, what is going on here? So it was kind of, I don't know, hinted at, I think. Yeah? Yeah. I missed. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't terribly over. I missed no, any turn it wasn't, it wasn't really, it wasn't too obvious. And then, like, we kind of went... What's going on? Oh, like it was. It, it took us like a, a sec, like when he was running up the ladder. I remember, right. like we were kind of going, "Is is this where the show's go?" Oh, slipping Jimmy. Now I get yeah. it. Like I see what's happening. I don't think I f- was fully on board until he was just about up there, and the guy uh, said, "Come get me up!" Or he, yeah. he hurry like, up. Yeah, like yeah, like hurry. Um, but he still had to climb that thing with He's, no safety net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a, a risk. A, yeah, that was yeah. certainly it was a risk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which is also the risk uh, taking in the in the alley. Yeah, he, he risked yeah. getting his ass kicked by that guy, mm-hmm. or get or, or losing or losing the the money or the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so they kind of like shake hands or low five uh, once he's up there, and it's all over the news. Uh, it's in the paper. Um, he does the thing back at his office with the phone. The Philly mm-hmm. fanatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, he has, for the first time, messages. First, it is first time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, seven new messages. Yeah, seven, seven new messages. Um, and yeah, it's that guy from yeah, the guy from the beginning. Phone seven new messages. Um, and for some reason, not for some reason, but he doesn't want Chuck to know. So he's dropping everything off for Chuck yeah. uh, and takes out that paper. Because he uh, knows that Chuck, Chuck will, will know that yeah, that was a slip in Jimmy's stuff. Yeah. He knows yeah. that just doesn't happen. 
Yeah, so he leaves the leaves the paper in the trunk, takes in all the other papers the for Albert Chuck. Ledger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, takes them on to Chuck, and of course, that's the only thing Chuck wants. can think mm-hmm. about yeah. is that paper. Um, so he says, if it's not here tomorrow, then I'm going to need you to call up the subscription <laughs> subscription office. Uh, and he leaves. Uh, and then, and then, uh, all Chuck can think about is that paper, and he puts on his space blanket. Mm-hmm. Heads out the door, nearly gets hit by a car uh, in the process, um, and steals the not steals. He he takes from his little cup, money cup, yeah, and puts um, out a five dollar bill, which is more than what the paper yeah. is worth. What a, what a neat detail! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the woman watching from the window, yeah, going, what, that was what so just great. happened? Yeah. <laughs> like you're getting like the intense uh, his, yeah. his like, point the, of view, and then his, the goofy his, like what it actually is like. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had like the. I think they captured what I. I, is what it, I guess the best they could, yeah. what that might be, because like the sound and, the, yeah. and the, it was kind of like a little blurry at yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got that just space cr- blanket yeah. on. Just crazy anxiety. Crazy wreckage from Roswell. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, that was that was it for the show, but yeah. there's a lot within this too, because I thought something yeah, bad that, was going to happen to Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite scene in the whole episode, I mm-hmm. think, was just that whole end scene. And then just what that means, what, A, what Jimmy knew that would mean to Chuck to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Which, so he's just, he was clearly disappointed in himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and th- because he knew that his big brother slash mentor slash father figure was going to be disappointed in him. And that's never something you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, Provides a nice echo too to the early days of Breaking Bad, where you know, uh, where you know he would always go out and cook meth and always come home to Skylar and just be and just have to invent endless scenarios of just oh this happened you know mm-hmm. or yeah. oh, I was out doing this lies. you know constant yeah. lies, mm-hmm. um, and it's telling that you know the really the first time that Saul really has to significantly lie to Chuck, it's not that he's bad at it, it's not a bad plan like any but. It's also not a very well thought out plan because, I mean, you know, because like all all Chuck has to do is just look, you know, out the window without even getting, you know, without even stealing somebody else's paper, see all the other papers and know that something's up, you know, mm-hmm. so. Is, is it is it just me that I don't think that it would be that weird that maybe somebody might have stolen your paper that morning or like a teen like kicked it into yeah, a gutter just being so. a jerk? Like, <laughs> I don't know, because I was even thinking like, well, sometimes that ha- we had people stealing our newspaper for the longest time like just happens like it, maybe I just you know live in a bad neighborhood and the newspapers theft. everybody else's paper <laughs> on the same neighborhood I uh, just just ours just yours yeah really yeah. wow okay so, I can see it happening yeah uh, I wonder how long it was since the last time Chuck left the house too yeah I don't know um, I think that's a significant period yeah. Of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and and he leaves for that yeah for that one small or at least seemingly small Small detail, um, just for the paper. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely thought that he was going to get hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurt more. Um, like, he did get hurt, just, just didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, it was more internal hurt. Yeah. I uh, think it's kind of funny because it was it, it was almost more anxiety-ridden than Saul going up this ladder and everything which you know is actually physically more dangerous and a situation that you know like a regular person would be in Mm -hmm. that would actually be scary as opposed to just leaving the house and going across the street and then coming back yeah 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 that's that's a that that's a really good parallel yeah Mm -hmm. uh anything else uh about the the episode overall anything any other fun points that that stuck out hmm I went into my color already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I had for for color for the most part was just that shirt, yeah. and it was that's because it was like boom. Yeah, that one right really, there. They really hammered um, that red shirt. Yeah. Gotcha. The um, um, I also think it was kind of just just looking at the the flashback scene, and then kind of I think his original plan with the um. Uh, 
you know, with the, the billboard and everything where he's trying to make himself look like, oh, all oh, shucks. Like the whole fur, like in the flashback, he's kind of being very passive and being very, a dopey. yeah, being yeah. a little dopey. So that way the guy just feels like he can overpower him. And I feel like that was sort of the character he was trying to play in the whole billboard scam where he's mm. just, oh, geez, these guys are just being a bully, you know, come, yeah. come. Come hire me and help me out. Mm. Until he realized that, that doesn't that's not working. And then he had to play a different role. He had to play the hero role. Yeah. Instead of the victim role. Uh, Name uh, of the episode. Hero. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. Which it is. Um, well, we could jump to uh, winners and losers. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, winner would be Saul, uh, I would say, uh, in, this, uh, in this episode. Um, from flashback to present, um, he's the he's the winner. Uh, main one in this episode just because his scam worked. Mm-hmm. His scam worked out real well for him, uh, at least within the context of this episode. Uh, loser would be Hamlin uh, because he was the mark. He uh, fell for not fell for, but he he just he he lost. Yeah. Uh, and I think what what could happen here is that Hamlin ends up being more of a more even more of a villain as a result of this uh and maybe to the point where he in, starts investigating um jimmy mm-hmm. um and yeah because now it's personal yeah yeah, yeah. um so with, with him kind of snooping around and him kind of um and saul almost beginning to get in bed with uh so to speak with with nacho um i see those two things coming to a head uh, you know down the line um, because all, all anybody has to do is like we don't know that that one guy up there pulling the uh, the billboard down had we don't know if that was his actual job or if he has any business even doing mm-hmm. anything up there if anybody looks into it they could probably find that out uh, so there's a lot within Jimmy's past and even just this one incident that can start to unravel uh, that Hamlin can use so I just I think mm-hmm. he's going to get a little start to get a little obsessed with uh, yeah. Plus, Hamlin's got Chuck. Like he can yeah. yeah. Like antagonizing Hamlin puts Chuck at risk. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're probably going to see that next episode. Mm-hmm. Winners and losers. Uh, I say winner is Chuck being able to leave the house for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah. Across the street, get a newspaper. Obviously, a nerve wracking experience, but you know he made it. He made it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, loser I would also agree with Hamlin especially because once you reveal yourself to be so pretentious that you have a color named yeah. after you <laughs> Hamlin to go blue I'm sorry it's over for you you may be more successful but no you're horrible you're horrible Hamlin to go <laughs> sounds like an elf name <laughs> Uh, I guess I would also agree so that Saul is the winner. I feel like he's he's getting his footing, that he's realizing that he was trying to get away from that one thing that he was good at, but he used the thing that he was good at to be good at the new thing. So I think that that's, I don't know, that's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think the, um, the loser <coughs> is uh, that guy from Alias from the beginning. Yeah. Flashback <laughs> episode. Because, you know, that wasn't a Rolex. <laughs> he got duped. He got duped. Is that what he was in? He was in Alias? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marshall. 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 Yeah. From Alias. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say uh, James McGill's the uh, the winner of this episode, but I'm going to say that his dignity is the loser uh, <laughs> because I don't think he's proud of anything that he did. Um, like, he got ahead by duping, like, at the beginning, like, this is, he, he knows it's just beer money. He's not getting ahead by conning these people uh, and then taking the money um, he's mm-hmm. going to use it to better himself but he's I mean that's going to eat away that's a degrading way to get it yeah and then at the end he knows he's disappointing his brother and yeah, yeah I feel like his dignity is really he's trading he's trading in that for success yeah, yeah. he's trading it in pieces too it feels yeah. like so yeah. it's going to get way worse any other thoughts? Oh, I think so. Okay. Uh, well, then we'll just uh, do some quick plugs and wrap it up. Uh, who's got things coming up they want to talk about? 
Uh, Secret Pants has their uh, going away to Toronto show at the Philadelphia Improv Theater on uh, March 5th, right? Was it yeah. 6th? March 5th. 5th. <laughs> March 5th at 9 o'clock at cool. Philadelphia Improv Theater. And that's with the Flat Earth? And with the Flat Earth, yes. Great. Uh, you've got Geek on You, which is the other podcast that I am a part of. Uh, we do all sorts of you know movies and TV and just talk about it endlessly. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, and uh, we release a show every week. Did you discuss Better Call Saul on your podcast? Uh, not yet, actually. Not yet? Okay. Yeah, we need to. Um, I think sometimes sometimes we wait a little bit and grab like a whole bunch of episodes and kind of yeah. You know. uh, well, be sure to bring any any good ideas <laughs> over here. We'll do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in addition to that Secret Pants show, um, uh, and if there are any um, Breaking Goodman fans in the ter- the greater Toronto area, <laughs> we'll be in Toronto um, on the 12th and 13th. Um, and then on the 6th of March, uh, there's going to be some side projects uh, doing stuff at the theme show, so definitely check that out. Also at the very same place, Philly Improv Theater. Right. Um, anything else? Uh, uh, fastball pitcher Bob Gutierrez I mentioned this last week will be at uh, Too Late this coming Friday night oh is that this Friday percent. okay yeah uh, Yeah, it's Too Late with Rob and Joe at the Philly Improv Theater it's a late night talk show live late night talk show uh, right in the theater dear friend Bob Gutierrez yeah yes and uh, uh, rumor has it he'll be selling t-shirts with his face on it wow they uh, they sold out the first batch, but <laughs> word on the street is the second batch is being made as we speak. Uh, I may need to get one of those. Uh, and for myself, study hall this Saturday at seven thirty p.m. Uh, professors from area colleges, Philadelphia area colleges, including Drexel University, will be doing different lectures, and the cast will create scenes inspired by the lectures, improvise scenes inspired by them. Uh, then the future, which I direct at ten thirty p.m. Uh, you can find this podcast and uh, all the others: Stark, Raven, Mad, which is Game of Thrones, the Leftovers podcast, which covers—I'm uh, sorry, reheated the Leftovers podcast, which covers the Leftovers. Uh, if you're getting around to watching that, and The Strain, which uh, is a show that we did a podcast for. I don't know. Did any of you watch it? You—you uh, nah. you can watch it. Um, <laughs> that wasn't too convincing. If you, if you want, uh, if you it starts to me. It starts off real good, uh, and then it just goes downhill fast. So the the podcast became just kind of hate watching the oh, show. No. So if you're a fan of the thing, so if you're a fan of the strain, because we couldn't just stop doing the podcast, or if you're not a fan um, of the strain, or if you're not a fan of the strain, uh, you'll probably really enjoy the podcast. <laughs> the strain uh, became a description of the effort it takes to watch. The show. No. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. Uh, <laughs> and yeah that's it if you like the podcast email us srmpodcast at gmail.com and as I said I'll listen more at mikemarbeck.com thanks everybody you better call Saul you best call now you hear